Hey, what's going on, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Rose Above It Podcast, episode two. Uh, it's your boy, T. Rose. Hey, what's up? It's Philly. It's your boy, Lau. What's up? It's Suave. We about to get real spicy. Hey, yo, Suave <laughs> gonna be here with us every last Wednesday of the month. So be ready to hear her spiciness. She ready to turn up with us. Facts. Yo, she gonna bring a whole nother side to the show. Hi, right, y'all. Yeah, um, I'm excited. Yo, super excited. It's gonna be crazy. Mm-hmm. Yo, uh, so Philly, what's the art of your chest, baby? Oh, man, I've, I've been waiting um, for you to ask me this because I had a hell of a week. Um, my daughter's been sick, so I haven't slept for like two nights. Two nights? And I was out of work for like two days. So, oh. it's like so then this morning I was like, I'm just gonna drop you to school, and I don't know if you're feeling better or not. Oh, sh- you gotta go to school because I gotta go to work. <laughs> she about to be good by tomorrow then. I hope so. She, she wanted you to stay home. That's what that's what the point was. Yeah, because she was, she was fine at home. She had a little runny nose, but she was fine. And then the other art that's on my chest is um, I had family court on two. Was it Tuesday? No, I had family court on Monday. Mm, how'd that go? Um, it's bullshit. Family court is bullshit, and it's finished. I'm just happy that I'm not in family court no more. The case is closed, but it's a whole bunch of bullshit. That's that very I don't good. Really, I don't even know what I'm talking about. That's very good. Yeah. Ain't no money coming out your pockets, is it? Nope. Alright, good. No child support. Like that. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's what's important. No, child support is next month. That's what's important. Alright. Alright, bet. Shaq, God. Yo, yo. Start on your chest, brother. On my chest, man. Just been a productive week, yo. Just keeping my my mind focused, you know, on the finish line. You know what I'm saying? Just just keep going, you know, just trying to, you know, hold down my family as much as possible, especially my son, you know, just it's a stressful week, but you know, ups and downs, but I'm gonna get through it definitely. Yeah, that's what's up. Suave. Beautiful swab. What's the art of your chest? I'm ready to hear this. I'm ready to hear this. Damn. I don't even know what's the, right, what's the art on my chest this week. It's been. A, I feel like it's been a long week for everybody. I feel like I didn't have that much going on, but work was mad long. Mm-hmm. Work was mad stressful. But it's about to be Friday. Yo, that's the good. Yo, it's hump day, baby. Listen, that's the good thing about listen, our podcast. Dropping like, on Wednesday. That's what I'm saying. I, I like Wednesdays. It's halfway through the week. Friday's right there. We get so, you through there. So let me tell y'all. That's really it. What's on my chest pretty much. Yo, so I, I don't know if y'all know, like, I've been trying to lose weight. So I've been mm. trying to drop pounds. I'm going on a cruise in July, so your boy mm. trying to tone up. You feel me? Trying to get my sexy back. You feel uh-huh. me? So, um, you know, I, I told myself. I was having a conversation with my coworker, so I told him. I was like, yo, I'm going to try not to drink. Try not to what? <laughs> I'm going to try not to drink. I'm going to try not to drink. To the 4th of July. But, beloved. Oh, that's a long-ass time. That's but, a good one. But, beloved, what does this drinking have to do with losing? Yo, baby, that's Yo, you want to get those abs, bro? You can't drink. <laughs> man, listen. Live <laughs> life. Man, nah. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen man. You're going to be a fat boy forever messing with you, man. <laughs> to the 4th of July? I didn't think it was that long. But I ain't going to It's not that long. You got to be out Yo, my, my coworker, uh, he put me on. He so he doubted me. He like, yo, uh, you realize Memorial Day coming up. You realize uh, Fourth of July coming up. After that, I'm like, yo, 
he realized he, he's at any birthday, so my brother's birthday is on June seventeenth. I'm like, yeah, man, oh, like, but yeah. but I'm gonna try, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let y'all know <laughs> next week if I fail. It's like I just remember sometimes when when we when we go out when we used to go out like back in the day, uh, I would always know that you had a personal one. It's like, yo, Trip, where's your personal? Let me get it quick. I know you got one. The personal honey oh, always got a personal honey. That's a fact. One? That's a fact. The personal honey always did. That's a fact. Yo, it got to be there, man. Sad. That's what starts tonight. So, Damn, so I'm glad I didn't buy no Duce to bring over here. I'm going to be real with y'all. Yo, y'all see most of the workouts today. Nah, I'm going to be real with you. It's going to be hard. I'm not saying I'm going to do it. I'm going to try to do it. It's going to be real. I'm going to try. At least, but, yeah, but honestly, my realistic goal, if I can't do that, is going to be every other week. Every other weekend. All right. All right. Let me, yeah, I'm, I'm buying yeah. you a bottle we'll of Hennessy. We support you here. See, next this is the devil Wednesday. next to me, man. Yeah. It's the devil saying? next to me. We're going to get right. Yo, yo did y'all happen? <laughs> the devil next to me, man. Did y'all happen to see um, Coachella? That's what hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can we give Beyonce a round of applause? No. <laughs> I give her one. I give her one. Nah. I give her one. You don't want to give Beyonce a, a, a nah. clap? I'll give her a clap. I don't know if that was too loud on the mic. <laughs> nah. You know, nah. Like, when you snap in the poetry world, that means something and somebody's pretty dope. I mean, I guess, but I believe nah. Beyonce needed a... I don't think snapping a... is, is, like, less... No, 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 it's not. But I'm just saying, I think Beyonce definitely deserved okay. the clap. Nah. Okay. You don't think Beyonce deserved the clap, beloved? Nah. Speak, no, explain none why. Of, none of that coming on this side, man. Like, you know, I think she overrated. Oh. Let me just, let me just put that on paper. Let me just put that on paper. Oh, oh, that performance was overrated, you heard? That performance was definitely not overrated. Maybe you oh, can okay. say Beyonce's overrated. Right, I agree with that. <laughs> but you can't say the performance was overrated, beloved. Oh, the Beehive coming for you, Shaq. Let me see you do that. The Beehive came. They ain't setting me up. Y'all not setting me Listen, up. Listen, you feel me? First and foremost, Philly, if it was me, I'll bring my homie damn Dens with me, you know what I'm saying? Shout yeah. out to Dez on the camera, by the way. You heard? Facts, facts. And, you know, I think I would kill it. But, you know, that's Beyonce. That's Beyonce, though. She kills what? it, you know what I'm saying, every time, you know. But I feel like everybody's are, overhyping that performance, are you, you know. Nah, but that performance? Are you, you saying you kill like Beyonce? Did you just say something? That's what I'm saying. What are you trying to say? You going to battle her like that? I feel like, I feel like Beyonce, said, yo. You like Beyonce you and Dez would have battled Beyonce and won. That's a fact. That's, yo, Dez, yo. Yo, Shaq is drunk right now. Stay less right now. Shaq is drunk right now. This guy is wildin'. What did you have to drink at Yonkers Brewery? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. If Beyonce had a concert in Yonkers, y'all probably be talking like that's the best performance of 2018. It depends on the performance. My speaking facts, true. Hey, Beyonce from Yonkers, the whole, whole Yonkers is shutting down, bro. I'm you not going to lie to you. you mean, every, like everybody, everybody going to see her. <laughs> I feel oh, like she man. deserved it. Nah, nah, nah. I ain't going to find what was dope was that she brought, you know, the HBCU out. Right. Which was right, fire. Right. I thought that was fire. And then, and then on top of that, she did it. She did it. She brought out black culture at a, at a typically white event. Right. She did, as always. As you know always. Saying, which was it's for the culture, which I could, I could respect. And Homegirl did it for, like... An hour and a half, two hours, and ain't, so ain't 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 hard sweat. now. Like nothing. <laughs> like she's she's you amazing, bro. I'm, my God, she had a whole band, bro. I, I, she I, had a band. She had tubas. Like, come on, son. You gotta forget if if anybody else did it like that, would it would have been popping? But hold on, hold on, hold on. This is Beyonce, though, man. All right, this but I'm Beyonce. asking you if any but, if it was anybody else who did it the exact same way, would it would it would it have been a good performance? If MJ was alive, yeah. Of course. 
Alright, except uh, that's that man. That's the that's the best fact. to ever do it. I'm just that's waiting. I'm just waiting for this okay, next question because this is disrespectful on all borderlines. But I'm waiting till the next <laughs> what, question. If, well, who's better, MJ or Beyonce? This is a disrespectful question. Who who you think's better, MJ yeah, or Beyonce? Yeah, I, 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 nah. I, MJ. Oh, oh, I'm with yeah, you too. This is weird. No, because when you when yeah, you had a I heard it on the radio already. But it's a it's it's a good question when you talk about performances. I don't think so. But you I think so? it's 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 a good question. I think you could I, think, I think MJ way better. Yeah, Beyonce Can is you? Beyonce I is think... our generation of MJ. Yeah, realize that. I mean, I don't put them on the same category. Yo, at all. Just They're not both outstanding. Not, not, I don't not, put them on the not same musically. Level. I'm talking about just on the performance level, like performing um, on stage. They both they both have an aura about them that like like right now if you could go see anybody's content you say Beyonce, but if you if I say um, the best if you could see anybody's actually concert, I would say Party Next Door but Party Next Door over Beyonce hold on, hold on, hold on, because hold on. I love Party love Next it. Door but I can't put them under the same category. I don't know. But if you said I anybody, like, I feel like there's just too many amazing legendary artists that came before Beyonce, even MJ being one of them. But I just feel like it's just too much to say. Right, like to break it down to break just them two like on it's just one a level. Weird way. And yeah. Beyonce is rocking it right now. She's the best. I, I mean, get the question. I just don't know if I can. I can't answer that. Yo, her stage. Just, I, I feel like I'll be disrespecting somebody. Somebody, you feel me? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's I mean, it. her stage presence is different, and she's. She's, She's in a different level with, that's with, a fact. with MJ. They, the way they they dance is just, they yo they could you at a concert yo you shut like your world you zoned in on their performances yo you shut down yeah. that's how legendary they are it's just it's that's a insane how y'all feel about Cardi? I thought it was cute. I thought it was Cardi. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I really that, I thought the performance was Cardi. It's not bad. It's just Cardi. The same way I feel about the album. It's not a bad album. I just think it's Cardi. Her, her joint was good. I like the album. It and was alright. I, I liked a couple of songs. Couple I didn't like every song. So, I'll, so I'll go deeper into that real quick. On I, just, the album? I just need you. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. When you just <laughs> said it's Cardi, I just, I just want you to touch base on that real quick. Just, just expand on that for me real quick. <clears> I'm, I'm over here she thinking ha- right now. All right. I feel like she has her own like lane, right? Mm. And I feel like she stays in her lane, which is not a bad or it's not a good. Like it's just Cardi. That's what I mean by it. She stays in her lane. The performance was a Cardi performance to me. It was. She didn't do any Beyonce shit. She didn't do no Mary J. Blige shit. Not that she's supposed to. I'm just saying. It's a Cardi performance. The same way Beyonce's performance is a Beyonce performance. It's just phenomenal. I think that's part of the reason why I enjoyed it, too, because it kind of, it was really about her. Who? Who in particular um, are you talking about? Cardi. Cardi, okay. Yeah. yeah. I love the... Right. the the um, it was definitely her, like herself. Hold on, now I want to get to Shaq. How do you feel? Cause you're over there looking into the stars right now. What, what's going on? What's the art on your chest about this? <laughs> what's going on? We see it in your face. What's up? Sorry. Cool. The performance was Cardi. 
I'm gonna say that it was Cardi. Okay. It's Cardi, right. you know, like it's, you know, normal Cardi, you know, just, you know, making it known that you know she came up, you know. Yeah, you know, right, right, right. Facts. Yeah, yeah, we heard that story, you know. Mm-hmm. That's that's cute, you know what I'm saying. So, I mean, the performance was valid. You know, she brought out, you know, Chance the Rapper. Chance, that, you that, know, was, that was pretty was there, fun. You know, that's dope. You know, so who would you rather? Who would you rather go see, Nicki or Cardi? See. Someone asked me this this week, and it was the toughest question. I, <laughs> I don't know. That's a tough question. Let me, Philly, how how do you feel? Like, Nikki or Cardi? Um, I mean, okay, so I, I'm, a, I'm a Nikki fan. I de- I'm definitely a Nikki fan more than a Cardi fan. I feel like Cardi B is still growing on me. Um, I love Nikki because she's such an artist. She's really creative within her songs and her videos and her outfits. Everything she does is just, like, really creative. And Cardi's awesome. She's to herself. She is herself. So I feel like I respect her, like, on a, on a different level. Like, I love the fact that she's always herself no matter what. But then Nikki, for me, is just... Um, exp- she exercises the idea of expression in many different ways. So I'm definitely a Nicki mm. fan. Oh, I like that. Ooh, I'm gonna be real with you. Right now, I'd rather see Cardi in 2018. Of course, Tristan, I expect that. I would. Is um, Nicki that. ain't put out nothing worth me listening to in a couple years as far as her own music. I don't even like her, yeah, her two new songs. Show, you will be hearing everything. Like, yeah. Yeah, but I don't want to hear Starships. I'm 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 cool on Starships. <laughs> You know, yeah. I don't want to hear you a stupid hoe. Nah, I'm cool. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, I like I, I'm cool. But I, I do like Nikki, though. Like, I like her. I just, you know, right now, I'd rather see Cardi. So before Cardi came out, Nikki would have been your go-to? Like, that's... For female, for female rap. For female rap. Yeah, definitely. Hands down. But do you consider Cardi B female rap? Mm. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah? I call Cardi B a you pop do? artist? So do you consider what? Migos rap music? Yeah. Oh, I- See, now nah, I feel differently. Time out. 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 Can I explain so, why? So Can I explain why first? Can I explain why? Yeah. I believe that us beautiful black people have created our own lane called mumble rap. And I believe Cardi is in that mumble rap zone. Same as Migos. She has. She and has, I believe that she's mumble rap. Oh my God. I love I agree. it. Don't get me wrong, oh, but her lane is mumble rap. Time out. Cardi not tell me she has. She does. I love Swap for this. She had. I love Swap yeah, for this. Yeah, I feel like chemistry. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Like Swap, Swap, talk. Come on, mumble rap like that. Mumble rap is when I don't understand what you're saying. Mumble rap is when I don't understand what you're saying. I don't understand. So you you don't understand what Cardi's saying when she raps? Barely. To me, I really don't understand where she's going with her logic. Kidding me? I don't. I feel like it's headbangers. That's a fact. The only song on that whole album that I feel like I relate to, I can understand the lyrics, is the one with SZA. Y'all don't understand through your phone? You don't understand? I, don't, I a, feel like it's, it's club-banging music. Through your phone? That's club-banging moment. Through your phone is a slow so song. So wait, hold on. You, 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 you relate to Migos songs? Huh? You relate to Migos songs? No, because I don't That speaks to you. No, no, no. I don't say it speaks to me, but is it... Migos is a form of mumble rap, but just because you have mumble rap don't mean you you're not a rapper. That yes, to me it does. To me, I feel like it's another lane, and there's nothing wrong with it. 
I love the lane, but nah. I feel like it's in its own lane. So can you compare? Party next door mumbles when he sings. I didn't make him a mumble singer. What? No, he does not. He wrote. Yes, he does. He, no, he, has, he wrote work, 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 work. You know Rihanna. How was that mumble? Cause Rihanna, do you know what Rihanna said when she said, "Hey, that's how Rihanna sang the song." No, that's because Party Next all, Door wrote that no, for her. First of all, he did write the song, right? But listen, if you know Party Next Door, yo, Party oh. Next Door is my favorite rap, my favorite artist. Sorry. He he's he's kind of kind of overrated too, but I'm gonna let you finish. Go 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 go, cause we got okay. I got, I got, I got, another got another topic. We got we got another topic. Okay, hold on, hold on. Yeah, but. But I feel that mumble rap is a lane, and I feel like Cardi B's in that lane. And, and I don't think it's a bad thing. Oh, well, you know what we could probably That's do? What I think. Is we could probably put it, like, on um, our IG and see what people think. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, I Cardi really, B is, yeah. I think uh, that's dope. Rap. I think if... That's a dope idea. So if you think Damn, mumble rap like is it. a zone... This is, uh, Swab and Shaq versus Trip and Philly. Oh, yeah. Whose team Yo. are you on? Well, 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 well Philly, <laughs> you kind of on side. Philly, you kind of on our side because... Do you no, know she ain't. Cut that out. Listen, listen. But what I was trying to get at... Uh-huh. Y'all over here before y'all say... What I was trying to get at was the fact that at Coachella, right? Um, uh-huh. We haven't we haven't had many black artists there. It's, I, mean, right, I think right, the first right. black artist there was in... What, two... First rap or hip hop artist was in 2014, 2013 when Jay Z, maybe 2012, 2012, 2013 when Jay Z headlined yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And I feel like it's crazy how rap music is finally starting to get into mainstream. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, um, right. I agree. And it's, it's funny because we came from a place where even now white people actually, they, you know, they, but they're I scared of But I feel like that's also from mumble rap. If you go to like Amigos concert, oh, majority of the crowd. Is what color? Oh, she ain't Be real. I perfectly oh agree. She ain't give it up. I've been to concerts, bro. I perfectly agree. That's a fact. Yep. Mumble Rap has created hip-hop to be mainstream. Oh, my gosh. I, that's a fact. Honestly, Majority I don't have to say nothing right now. I don't have to say nothing. I have a lot to say. Uh, but so I'm, I'm going to say what I have to say. Listen. Listen. So, y'all, did y'all see what happened in Starbucks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what happened to on Starbucks. a serious note. Yeah, on a serious note. Um, it's funny how that, how that happens. Um, it happens like that in real life. When, um, if for those of you who don't know, uh, there were two black men uh, who wait, who was waiting, sat in the Starbucks restaurant, just waiting on their friend to come in, and they got arrested just for that. And it's funny because that happens in real life with outside, outside in the real world with black people, where we could just be walking outside. Oh, I would walk down the street, and if you have a hoodie on, people will cross the street. Or yeah. white people or Asians or black. I mean, Let's other you know other day. other uh, gender gen, genders. Uh, mm-hmm. what's, other, what's the word? Other race. Other, other races um, are typically scared of African American people. They'll cross the street just to get away from us. And to me, it's it's it's, it's sad. And it's, it's, I think one of the things. Sorry to cut you off, Trish. No, you good. I think I was watching something about it, and. Um, they were like, oh, well, you know, when the cops came, the cops had every right to ask, you know, well, what happened here? And then they can make a judgment if they should arrest them. Even if someone calls 911, when the cops get there, they can see and assess the situation. Um, the cops didn't do that. And everybody in the Starbucks was saying they didn't do anything. And What's that, going on? They didn't do anything. And that's a shame. And it's a thank, thank God that this is a time where... We have social media, right? Because if that wasn't, if it wasn't recorded, we would never know. That's never the know. thing. You got to think about how many times that has happened and wasn't caught. 
Yeah. That, that's the messed up part. That too. As, um, as soon as that came out, more incidents started coming out with that type of racial right. profiling happening in Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because it's like, you could just assume that the cops immediately said, oh, well, if the manager called 911 for these two black dudes just sitting in here, and then they came in, they must have been doing something wrong. I'm not even going to ask questions. Mind you, um, it was reported that a lot of other gender, not genders, you got me saying See, genders, yeah, yeah, racial yeah. groups, the they, <laughs> were, the others, <laughs> the other, that they were in Starbucks, and nobody thought about what are you guys doing here? Like, are you guys trespassing? So I have a question for you guys. Mm-hmm. Because one of the ways that <clears throat> um, the CEO um, of Starbucks and the other like administrators wanted to response to this was to shut down all Starbucks for a day and do implicit buying, um, implicit biases trainings. So I thought that was kind of interesting. But before we could talk about that more... I think that I just I think that right there is dope because I feel like um, the CEO of Starbucks I, to me he handled it very well. Um, you know, a lot of places would just be like, oh, you know, try to hide away from it. And yeah, just, we'll just fire the manager. Yeah, yeah, but it, he he just doing that. I feel like you know, it's 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 safe. First of all, save their business because me personally, I wouldn't have went there. I only drink coffee any. I don't drink coffee anyway. But when I do drink hot chocolate, <laughs> I prefer Dunkin'. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. I, I feel like I feel like the, I the issues that's going on. Right now, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to figure out what you didn't really ask the, the question. That's nah. why. Nah, well, go ahead. Go ahead, Shai. The this this whole issue is really like you know racial racial stereotyping is really it really hits me in the heart sometimes because you know we in this world together and I feel like just looking at someone and just automatically judging them is just the wrong thing to do. Like. You can't, You have to know a person first before you judge. Mm-hmm. Even so, if you do know the person, don't even judge them because we all, as human beings, have an opinion on how to live, how to, how to talk, like, different languages. Like, we all have a different mindset, and we have to appreciate it. If we don't, if we disagree, we disagree. That's mm-hmm. it. But at the end of the day, you can't just go further into it and just be like, oh, you know, it's consequences to looking like this or consequences to talking like that. You have to you have to move right. I feel like the stereotyping is just like kinda like what impacts the world the most. Is is sad. Real talk. You gonna cry? so that was a perfect segue because um i feel like starbucks one day for implicit bias training is bullshit i think that they, they was talking about it and they were like you know um it's just something that sounds good you know we're gonna do a training and fire the manager but <clears throat> i wanted to see if um, we can um, see where we have some implicit biases. Because the thing funny about implicit bias is that you don't, <laughs> it, it's subconscious. <laughs> so you don't know that you have it until you already fucked up. It's funny. Until That's... you already like said the wrong thing or behaved in a way that makes someone feel uncomfortable. So I went to a training. So I did, I've done an implicit bias training. And one of the things that was so crazy that blew my mind was this type of um, activity of course, I can't do the whole thing now, but it had us look at 
how many of our friends or people in our circle. So we had to write a few people down. So I'm asking you guys, how many people in your circle are of at least every racial group? So do you have an Asian friend? Do you have a black friend? Do you have a Middle Eastern friend? Do you have a white friend? How many of your friends are older than you? How many of your friends are younger than you? Um, how many of your friends are men versus how many of your friends are women? Do you have any friends that are part of the LGBTQ community? Do you have any friends that are disabled? I got disabled? one. Um, I don't have, I don't think I got any disabled friends. I'm going to have to get back on that. I got to go through my list. But what do you mean? Um, damn. So what I mean by go. that is. No, no, no. I get yeah. it. I get it. Um, so, but, oh, here, here's my question. So you mean friends or associates? Because I have two kind of, I have two well, parts that I put in a group, and I have friends and I have associates. Mm-hmm. So you mean friends, friends, like yeah, people friends, that are people in that I would call circle. my friends. Well, maybe you got like a okay. close, close circle, friends, about like, the, like that, right. that right? That's what I'm layer, saying. Outer layer between right. the associates oh, okay. and the friends, Damn. but it's it's just to shed light on the fact that um. Our biases, we don't even see them. They're subconscious. So sometimes when you look at who we're friends with, you'll be like, yo, do I have something against other women? Like, how all my friends are men? Like, what right. is it that I don't have a friend? I don't have a lot of girlfriends as, as a female. Mm. Or all my friends are older. Do I have an issue with people who are younger? So it was just something that I thought was really cool. And it just goes along with, like, implicit bias. And subconsciously not realizing. Do you feel like that's a bad thing if the numbers range higher than others in, some, in certain of your questions? I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's an awareness. Just something thing. to think about. Yeah, something to be aware of. Um, to see Stop. where your biases lie because it could be easily something from your childhood, the way you grew up, um, that you just subconsciously stayed away from certain things, certain people. So now you make connections. You know, you could see. Like, when you look at the video from the guy from Starbucks, he looked kind of rough. You know what I mean? He looked like he may have just, like, I don't know, came from the gym, <laughs> yeah, he, maybe didn't get a cut in, the, like, two weeks. The lady was scared. The, the white lady was scared of him. Right. So, yeah. so he probably looked like somebody who she's seen on TV that's about we're supposed to be scared of, or he just well, fit a profile. Race, automatic, right. That's racial profile. Yeah, that's all that is. That's racial profile. You just racial automatically put somebody in judge. I mean, I, 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 I get it. It's funny because I, I, I always relate things to basketball mm-hmm. in a way. So okay. I do. Um, You're supposed to. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I kind of stereotype when I play ball. The moment mm-hmm. I see a white kid, I'm like, he can't dribble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he can shoot. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm with him on my team because I yeah. can just pass it to him. He can shoot, but like black is, I'm like, yo, he could dribble, he play hard, but he can't shoot. Mm-hmm. And it's it's funny, right. like, you know, you relate to her. And now things. that she said that, now you're thinking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why it made me that's, laugh. That's, that's definitely crazy. that's definitely a bias. Would, so would you, do, would you still support Starbucks though? Would you still go there? Mm. I, don't, I already don't go there because it's kind of too rich for my blood. So. Mm. Oh, you don't, you don't, it's you don't need an like ice caramel latte? No. You know, you know what's funny though? I was in, um, I was in Harlem um, with some girl back in the day, and I didn't realize that she, she said this. It wasn't even back in the day. It was when I was living in Barbados, and I came down just to visit. I was with some, one of my cousin's friends. Um, we went to Harlem from Queens, and she was like, you know, if there's a Starbucks on the corner, that means we're in a good neighborhood. 
And I was like, damn, be that. And people are like looking for homes and they're looking at that as a, as a, as a reason to say, this is a good area. Like if there's not a Starbucks, they don't want to live in that area. It's rough. Dang, that's so true. And that's a fact. If they see a McDonald's or a Dunkin' Donuts, they're going to be like, I don't know. There's see no Starbucks, Starbucks around here. You, nah, because this thing... We're going to go into that. Yeah, we're going to go into that a little more. Um, yo, well, question. Why are people... Shaq, why do you think people are scared of minorities? Like, why do you think uh, certain certain races don't are scared of when black and Hispanics walk by? They get a little nervous. Why do you think that is? I think it's just the uh, honestly is because we hold honestly we hold so much power, you know what I'm saying? We just hold so much power if you really think about it, you know the way we talk, the way we walk. It's just we walk with such confidence, you know. And it's, you know it's I don't know it's really I don't know why they scared of us at the end of the day because you know we just walking with confidence. You know, we as as we like, you know, like Takashi says, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, nah. On a serious note, though, like it's you know it's it's the way it's the it's the way we brought ourselves up. I mean, and if I could add to that, I feel like it could be sometimes on the complete opposite side of the spectrum that maybe it could come from self hate. You know, in the sense where like minorities are always shown as um, evil or the or like in cartoons and even in films they're like you know um, the bad guy or whatever they're so always shown, shown as the bad guy they're always shown up as the bad guy mm-hmm. so we're fearful of ourselves sometimes so even minorities scared of minorities it's like well you know I'm not that type of minority but you could be you know, so it could be fear-based. Yeah, not that too. And then I guess they see us, you know, most most of us, most black people, we come from a, from areas where if you if you walk around, especially as a young black male, you walk around your city just smiling all day, you're considered as soft. Like, that's how yeah. that's how you're raised. You're like, a target. You, 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 yeah. So they see you walking down the street smiling, kids are going to be like, oh, I can rob him easy. Mm-hmm. So you're taught to always walk with a hard face. You look rough, you but look that tough. That goes back to back in the day when they made us... The they's made us like that. You know what I'm saying? If we take it all the way back, they made us to to act like that. We wanted to be, we had to be like that. And I feel like all that trickles down now. And that could also be how people, we're brought up thinking we got to be rough and tough. And they're brought up thinking that when you see rough and tough, that automatically seems we're put into this profile. That could Mm -hmm. be from their household as well. Exactly. The way their parents taught them because their parents taught them. I think it's also a household thing as well. For sure. Not to blame it on yeah, it's an environment like that, but I feel like so if you were survival. brought... Because I have other they category friends or associates, <clears throat> let me say, and I don't think that they, you know, racial profile and oh, no, in that yeah. sort of way. They have a lot that don't. So it's like it can't just be the entire... You know what I'm saying? It can't mm-hmm. just be... And that's why I don't like when people, you know, kind of... Because then we end up some of us end up like uh, hating a whole race as well, which we're doing the same thing they do, you know. And it's hard to not think like that, but you know, man, that's deep. And then they it's end up moving topic. us, doing what to us? They end up mm. doing what? Gentrifying our areas, man. Hold on, Trish, yeah. let me say something before uh-huh. we move on. Uh-huh. Um, 
And, you know, I think about this every day, man. Like, I think about this every day. It's, it hurts me more black black on black crime, man. Like, oh, that hurts me the most. For sure. Wait, do you, you realize, like, we the only group, bro, that we, we, don't, we don't support each other? Yeah. yeah. We're crab, we sound, are, like, bro. We're considered crabs in a barrel. Oh, yeah. Like, to, a lot of, to a lot of these. That's what we consider. Yeah. Like, but they taught us to be like that, you know? They, I feel like a lot of it is like on a, uh, um, a, like a thing in our brains where we got to be like, we got to be on top. And if I got to pull somebody down, it is what it is because I got to get to the top. Whereas like I've used this scenario so many times where, you know, let's say an other and an other, they'll hate each other and they'll be millionaires together and hate, never talk to each other. Our culture's a little different, and if we don't like each other most of the time, we don't want to work together, we don't want to vibe together, we don't want to do nothing. And that's, and, that's where we and fail And that's at. why we got to change that cycle, man. Definitely. Yo, if you look at every race, man, mm-hmm. every race, Spanish, Spanish people support Spanish people, black people, I mean, uh, what, Jews, Jews support Jews, Irish support oh, Irish. Yo, yo, look what happened in White Plains. The one place in Westchester, yo, the one place in Westchester, black people have a spot. Pick and roll soul, right? One one place people ask about. I honestly don't even know that. So we have it's on Marinick Avenue. We went in there once. Pick and roll soul. It's a soul food. Yeah, it's a right it's out. a soul food restaurant. But at nighttime it turns oh, to a bar Oh, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So oh, okay. as as the one place we got, yo, they yeah. opened it up for WrestleMania. Yeah. To and, and had it like an event there. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Black folks do? They destroyed it. Yeah. Oh, a brawl there, throwing throwing chairs at the TVs, chairs at the at the at the at the the bartenders. Yeah. Just, oh, y'all told me about that. Yeah. yeah. Bro, yeah. I didn't even hear about the that. The one place. Yeah. Why was that though? Trip Philly told me. That that was. Told me about that. That's not that's not that happened like wow. last week, two weeks ago. Yeah. But see that okay, that that wouldn't happen in the Spanish spot. That's not happening in the white spot in the Irish spot. It's not happening in. Definitely in, not the Jews. Let me tell the you, because they it's support each other. They're not doing that. From tomatoes because down they, to what places bread. that they care about. Places they, look at Dykeman, man. Dykeman has more people in and out of there, and every fact. weekend, and every every bar over there is open. You 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 wonder why black people black people don't got a Dykeman area for just black music for culture? You can't have that. Henny Henny and black folk don't mix. <laughs> but I mean, we gotta yeah. you know what I'm saying we gotta not do that better. We, it can't happen. It can. We're not letting it happen. It so can. we gotta change that. It can definitely got to change that. I think that there's so, it's so layered. Like, there's so much systematic um, things that's happened that has us in, in, in that space. Yeah, but we do got to break the cycle. At De- some point. Definitely break the cycle. You know? But, um. Because it can't go on forever. Definitely. Um, got to. <laughs> so, yo, suave. Mm-hmm. Gentrification. Mm. I mean, you was I living, live you on was Main living, Street. You was living in Barbados for like four years. So then five, five, okay, almost five. five. Yeah, fancy. listen, it, it was hard. I'm not gonna lie in the beginning, cause I'm like, I'm gonna go over there for eight months, do my little culinary arts thing, come back, come right back home. I got out there, did the eight months, got a good job at a, um, a five diamond hotel. I got a little apartment. Apartment was like, four hundred US. Mm-hmm. I had a pool in the back. It was a condo. I was living. So I was like, yo, I could chill out here. But in the beginning, oh, my God, the culture shock, crazy. You got to say good morning when you walk into places. You got to say pardon me. 
Like it's and it's not even you got to, but if you don't, it's like everybody it's like rude. Yeah, yeah it's considered rude. unmannerly and like people like they will not talk to you. Like I was walking in there, like walking every day, like why are all these girls looking at me crazy? Girl, she turned around, she's like, You're not from here, right? I'm like, nah, I'm from New York. She's like, Oh, you gotta say good morning when you walk in. I was like, that's what the fuck I couldn't believe because I mean these girls is like I'm walking in like that's New York is the like, only. Damn, I gotta say good morning. Like, <laughs> nah, I ain't gonna it was a we got, got we got no hospitality. And it's crazy because now in my office, I mean, I work in a professional office, so majority of people do say good morning. But like, if somebody does not say good morning, I kind of be like, you know, bitch, like, yeah, you know. Yeah. But like, it's like so stuck a lot because I had a, such a culture shock when I decided to stay. It was like, damn, I gotta like. If I'm going to stay, I got to vibe. So I got to do what they doing mm-hmm. in a way. So now it's like kind of stuck on me. Where I be saying pardon. Like if she's talking, I'll be like, pardon? And I know probably somebody else's head, they're like, why did she say pardon? Like what's wrong with you? <laughs> excuse me, man. But I don't know. It's just something stuck on me. It, it was a culture shock. I'm not going to lie. But coming back, I was living in Brooklyn. <sighs> I lived in a kind of rough area in Brooklyn. That was a little culture shock again, because I was like, damn, I done came from the pool. <laughs> now I'm next to Prospect, which isn't that bad, but my my block was kind of bad. And now I'm on Main Street, so I'm right in the middle of gentrification going on right around me mm-hmm. in Yonkers, where I grew up. So it's, it's, it's different. I don't know if it's gentrification in Yonkers, right? Mm-hmm. And, and this part of Yonkers... I don't. I feel like they're not gonna be able to do it the way they want. Living here on Main Street, I just feel like the. Um, I don't want to say. I don't want to well, say the word crack. Yeah, because for those people, for those people who don't know, for those people who don't know, in the, in the square is is kind of surrounded by all the hoods and Yonkers. Facts. So in, it puts in that, Yonkers together. Like, yeah, it, that's what holds Yonkers together. And within within that square. Is is well outside of that that square is where all the hoods are. So right. what they're trying exactly. to do is slowly, build slowly surely, build the waterfront up. In. Yep. They smart. See, yep. they're trying to go from the outside. Build the waterfront. Uh, knock knock out down the, the abandoned buildings. Rebuild around there. Raise and the rent. Raise rent and oh, get all. They're doing that already without the, without the without the renovations. Yep. They doing it already. And you know who they kicking? You know who they driving out? You know who moving in, right? But the thing <laughs> is, but hear yeah. me out though. Exactly. But on Main Street in particular, beloved, when I go outside, I have to carry mace. It's crazy. <laughs> Bro, the crackheads on Main Street be wildin'. And I'll be coming outside, like, you know, I'll see another walking their little shit to or something. And I see her, like, grab her dog when she see that crackhead wallet. And I'm like, you know, when these others come to this neighborhood this. and they see... <laughs> These crackheads wilding, these people wilding, these dustheads wilding, because they be coming in your crib. They be asking you. You already know. I'm not going to talk about situations. Coming in your crib? Somebody trying to come in my crib, bro. What? I had a mason. Oh, nah. He's like, I'm looking for Miriam. I'm like, yo, there ain't no (laughs) Miriam. I'm like, back up, bro. I just got yelled at at another one. He was like, fuck you, bitch, up in my face. I'm like, yo, listen, bro. There's no way the others are going to survive out here. Nah. They're going to try to put them, but it's not, it's not going to work. I'm but telling you. It's funny because when you go up, you. You, make the, you go up one, one street is nice, and you go up it's, one more block. But, that's, but it's not even up the block. It's on the end of the, the, end of the, end of the corner. Yeah, that's, that's, 
Bro. And I don't see that. They're not going to be able to do it. I'm telling you. Or it's going to take really long because you're not going to, you might be able to move out the low income people, if you want to call it that. If they're trying to move out them, they may be able to try to kick them out, which is fucked up on so many levels, but they might be able to do that. They're not going to be able to take them crackheads off the block. I can tell you that. Especially now with the homeless. They're not going to survive. So that's what I was going to say is um, sometimes they may not all be crackheads. They may be coming from the sharing community. And um, um, the ones I'm talking about is crackheads. Okay. <laughs> <They're done>. like, <laughs> like, Swab, I, know what I, look like. I live right here. So I'm keeping the trail. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know when they like. I know the difference. You could tell. You yeah. could look at them and tell, bro. They be rolling, the eyes be rolling. It be mad <laughs> oh, red, no. and they be wilding. They have the powder on their hands and everything. They don't even clean up a little bit. Oh no. Nah. They be wilding. So yeah. I know. But that, that's fool. true though. But. They don't really venture out that far, I feel like. If they do walk, they might walk, like, maybe right here. They're not going to go all down there. And it's Crackheads like, be lost. They be all down there <laughs> wilding. So I'm telling you, they're not going to survive. I don't think they're going to be able to f- execute what they want. I mean, that's one of the things they definitely wanted to do. They've been trying to shut down the sharing community for the longest. And the sharing and that's community... that's foul. Yeah, it is, because this is the only drop-in homeless shelter that's in Westchester. Yeah, and they don't even have enough cots... For people, and I don't understand that. Like, give the give the nigga cot to be outside if there's no more space. Like, I don't understand why they they can't even they don't even have extra cots. Like, I don't understand how the government. I mean, can't maybe help with maybe this son, like you know, maybe one day we could do something oh, to try to help them. I would love I'll, to do that. Like, even if the son, that we could do a clothes drive, sneaker drive, or yeah, blanket yeah. like, drive, I, I, something. Philly, Philly does yeah, a coat drive, like right? You yeah. do some certain. Yeah, we yeah. need a certain drive. That would be that would be something dope we can try to yeah, do, try definitely. to help out our, our, our community out. a little bit. Philly, speaking of helping out the community, what, what we got going on in the, gallery? in the gallery? Yo, shout out to Blue Door Gallery once again. as our sponsor. Of course, once again. Let's use this amazing space. Blue Door right? Art Center. Yo, we had so many kids come to the window today too, which was which was dope, which was um different. Like we just setting up, kids like, what's going on? Miss Philly, what are you doing? <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, Miss Philly? Hey, Miss Philly. We even passed back just now so they could see what she was doing in yeah. action. Yeah, it's, it's dope, man. So, um, yo, come down to the Blue Door, man. 13 Riverdale Avenue, Yonkers, New York. Come check out what's going on over here, man. So many events. What's going on, Philly? Um, well, right now, what we have going on in the gallery is called Clayworks. And this is their um, exhibition going on right now. It's here till May 6th. Only till May 6th. Come and check it out. It's amazing. It is fire. I'm not even going to lie. It is fire. It's definitely something that that intrigues me all the time. Like, this is... It, it started from clay, and they make these incredible pieces. Um, this, this Saturday, there's a children's workshop. Every Saturday, they have children's workshops. But this Saturday is rock painting. Rock Ooh, painting for kids. I like that. That's different. Yeah. That rock painting be fire. I love that. I actually um, teach mm-hmm. rock painting sometimes. And I actually facilitate here children's workshops sometimes, too. Y'all didn't check, know that. Check you out. <laughs> check you out. Try to get brownie points. Um, April 28th. That's that, that's that children's workshop. Then, coming in May... 
5th and 6th is the 15th annual Open Studio Weekend Yoho. This is really dope. Um, this is where all the artists in the Yoho Studios up on Nepperhan, they open their doors. You can come in and see them working on their art. You see their art. Um, okay. Talk to them about their process. That's really, really cool. Well, and they love... some people in there, so that's what's up. That's fire. And then also that same weekend is Yonkers Arts Weekend. Actually, I just got a phone call today of somebody asking me to be part of one of their projects for that weekend. Hey, yeah. Congrats. That was dope. I was feeling myself. I'm like, wow. That's cool, Right? Thank yeah. you. Um, okay, so this collaboration is the Power Lab CMAD Owners Coalition, Yonkers Arts, the City of Yonkers, and the Yoho Artists collectively are doing um, the Yonkers Arts Weekend. And that's May 5th and 6th. There's vendors, music, performance, spoken word, food, workshops, all that good stuff. Well, I'm going to have to get up there and hit some notes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's yeah. definitely one of Yonkers' signatures. So that's one of the awesome things about Yonkers mm -hmm. is that we always have that Yonkers Arts it's a lot Weekend. There's always a lot going on here, which is dope. Yeah. That's it's, it's, Yonkers is a beautiful place to live. It is. Um, suave. Yes. Since it's your first day, girl, <laughs> you're going to tell us, what have you rose above? Mm. Damn, this so You gave us a whole story. Stuff. Yeah, give me one. I know. I give me one more so before we much. sign off. All right, all right, all right. Get Real spicy. quick. I don't know if this is, this ain't spicy. I'm going to get spicy. I'm going to get spicy on the last Wednesdays of the month. I got to save <laughs> my spice for them. But, um, yo, my mother passed away in... 2005. I, it's been so long, I forgot the year just now. I'm about to say 07. 05. And I feel like I really rose above that. Like, I was 13 years old. And I look at me right like I'm really chilling. Yeah. Like, you know, life wise, like I'm working in her old um, office, which was my grandmother retired there. She worked there for 35 years. And I'm working at that company, Turner Construction. <sighs> I'm just so happy. Yo, nah, yeah. That, that's really what I rose above. Cause I, yeah, that's that was my, that was my dream, that's yo. That's a fact. That was my dream to work at that company. Philly, Philly will tell you. Yeah. That was my dream working, to work there. And I, I could not get a freaking phone, like a call back. And I'm like, damn, I want to go through it like on my own. I don't want nobody helping me out. I don't want nobody to know um, Gloria's granddaughter or nothing. I just want to go in on my own. And I actually got the job on my own. When I got started working, I was like, I, this is my grandmother. Everybody was like, what? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. But I got this on my own. Ain't nobody helped me get that. But yeah, so that that's one thing I rose above. That's, that's real sentimental. Thank that's, that's, thank you for sharing that. That's, yeah. something, that's, something that you, that's something that you really, a part of your story that you, instead of making it an excuse to, yeah, to stop you, yeah. you made it part of your story mm -hmm. and, and used it as motivation. And that's what that's the things we try to inspire here mm -hmm. at this podcast. And that's what we definitely like to put a light on you know definitely, what i'm saying but suave thank you for being here thank you for thank being a part for shout out to blue episode door then shout out to you boy for the camera <laughs> work my god shout out to it's you girl shout out. <laughs> <laughs> nah, shout out. Over there, the manager over there get the, get manager, the manager the manager the manager she puts in the work yo um yeah that's episode one man uh, episode two rose above it man we signing off. We see y'all next time, all right? See y'all. Later, peace. Later.